0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Wednesday, February twenty 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. CBS's Dennis Dodd reports that the NCAA confirmed this week that the NCAA tournament's entire $613 million revenue distribution would be paid to members as long as all 67 games are completed. The NCAA contends that its current insurance policy is an industry standard However, Pillsbury Winthrop Shaw Pittman attorney Richard Giller disagrees, saying, quote, I don't know who believes that insuring a quarter of your value of your event is best practice. Dodd goes on to cite sources within the industry who indicate it would be cost prohibitive for the NCAA to cover the entire value of the tournament, writing, quote, insurance industry sources estimated it would cost the NCAA $8,000 to $9,000 per $1 million of coverage. Given the 2020 coverage of $270 million, that would put the premium cost between $2.16 million and $2.43 million. Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick continues discussing his concerns regarding the Irish's inclusion in the new EA Sports College football game, saying, quote, Number one would be if we can't successfully keep this out of recruiting. That would be really harmful. People fail to understand that of all the sports, college athletics is the only place that doesn't have some way to control talent distribution. In Little League Baseball, it's geography. At your local golf club, it's the handicap system. College sports has to be able to produce some version of that, or there's no competitive equity and sports isn't very interesting. If recruiting becomes who's got NIL deals already in place, we're going to get in real trouble. So our Brick's second concern revolves around allowing student-athletes to engage in group activities without having them classified as employees saying, quote, you can't say no group license, so they can't participate. That's not fair. How do we get them to participate under some system that allows them to do that? Kansas head football coach Les Miles, quote, reached a settlement with a former LSU student who accused him of harassment several years ago, according to the advocates Andrea Gallo and Brooks Cubena, who note the settlement came to light as investigators probed the university's handling of sexual misconduct and domestic violence complaints. Miles's attorney, Peter Ginsberg, asserts that the description of the settlement is, quote, "...discernibly incomplete and inaccurate, and its publication would recklessly cast Mr. Miles in a false light." As such, Miles' attorneys are seeking to keep the details of the alleged settlement private. The Amateur Athletes Protection and Compensation Act of 2021, which is sponsored by U.S. Senator Jerry Moran from Kansas and is scheduled to be introduced this week, would allow college athletes to enter professional drafts and return to college. Specifically, Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger reports, the bill, quote, grants athletes the right to enter a sports draft and retain their eligibility as long as they do not receive compensation from a professional sports league team or agent. The athlete would need to declare their intentions no later than seven days after the completion of the draft. Additionally, the bill provides expanded medical coverage, lifetime scholarships for former athletes, and the ability to transfer at least once without penalty. Regarding NIL, athletes can sign endorsement deals as long as they don't violate the school's code of conduct. Recruits could sign the same deals as long as they are not considered recruiting inducements. The bill also states that no college athlete shall be considered an employee and protects the NCAA from liability from former athletes retroactively seeking compensation. However, it does not grant the NCAA antitrust protection from, per Dellinger, quote, legal entanglements tied to NIL. According to a new NCAA student athlete activism and racial justice engagement study, 75% of student athlete respondents indicated that it was important to them to be an engaged citizen and over 50% said college athletes have a responsibility to volunteer in their local community. Nearly 90% of the student athletes indicated that within the six months preceding the survey, they had conversations focused on race or racial justice with family or friends, while roughly 80% reported they had tried to learn more about race and racial justice on their own. The athletic Stuart Mandel lists Cincinnati, Boise State, UCF, BYU, and San Diego State as the five schools most likely to make the leap to the Power Five. About UC, Mandel observes, quote, If Luke Fickle stays at least a couple more years and the Bearcats keep competing at a high level, the Big 12 would frankly be nuts not to add a program that has now reached national prominence under two different coaches. It would give its schools a foot in the door to recruit in a new area that has become a fertile pipeline for much of the Big 10, Notre Dame, and even Kentucky. In the case of Boise State, Mandel cites academics as the main reason the league hasn't sought to add, quote, the most recognizable brand in all of Group of Five. Ultimately, though, Mandel puts it all in perspective by explaining, quote, I answered this question because I know it's a topic that interests many of you, but as I've been saying for years, I believe the long-term direction of the sport's upper tier is more likely to take the form of consolidation than expansion. And in COVID-19 news, New Mexico can finally host events in the state once again. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Wednesday, February 24th. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.